Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. It's been quite a good week, a good week at work, a good week at home, and just a good week in general. Kind of soggy, kind of rainy here in Oklahoma. But, you know, as my father-in-law said, farmers are never happy, and that's true of most people. Either we don't get enough rain for things to grow, or we get too much rain and we can't get out into the field. So sometimes we're not very happy, no matter where we are. But this week, I don't really, again, know what to talk to you about. But two thoughts have struck me this week, and I thought I'd share them with you and see where it goes. The first thought is, we just come past Memorial Day, and we all realize what that holiday is. And today, June the 6th, was D-Day during World War II, when the last push was made to take back the continent of Europe from the Nazi troops that held it, and from their thought of how the world ought to be put together. And as I thought about that, I saw a story on LinkedIn, which I can't find now, and I don't remember who the athlete was, but he was a soccer athlete. And they asked him why he didn't basically wear better clothes, better shoes, and uh, more stylish. And his answer came back that he could buy 10 Ferraris and gold watches and jewelry, But he grew up in a place where it was hard to get an education. So now he didn't see the need in those things. He just was trying to help those. So he built a school for them so they could learn. And that made me think about the men that were on D-Day. In one report I saw, 90% of those who were in the first wave did not live until the next day. And yet they probably did not know that that was going to be their last day on earth. They didn't go over there to be a hero. They didn't go over there to be later known for those that survived and came home as the greatest generation. They simply went over there because there was something they felt was wrong, and people were being mistreated, and they had a chance to stand up to it. And they showed up. They knew they had a better experience than others, and they wanted others to have the same experience as them. Now, they came from a country that was not perfect, the United States, America, We have never been perfect, but there are things that take place in America that take place nowhere else in the world, and some would only want to look at those things that have taken place that are bad, but that's not what I want to look at today. I want to look at all those things that went right, and the fact of the things that were done right doesn't mean we're the best country on the world or the only country that has good things to offer, but what we did have to offer then was just what this soccer player had to offer. We had the means, and we had the ability, and we had the determination to go forward and to conquer an evil and right a wrong. And that's always right to do. And so I want you to think about that today as it is. You may read this or rather listen to it next week, but it's made on D-Day. And I'd like you to remember all those lives that simply showed up, not to show out, but for a cause. And just like this soccer player, he didn't show up to be recognized as a great soccer player. And he didn't dress up just so people would admire his style and ooh and ah over the cars that he had. But he showed up for others and built them a school. That's the first thought. Then I just want you to contemplate this next thought that I read. Because there's a lot of people that talk about their feelings and what they feel is what they are, and and they base everything on their feelings. And when it comes to spirituality, I've always said that we as human beings are spiritual. If this were not so, why at all the bookstores such as Barnes & Noble and others are there rows and rows of books on spirituality? 
Now, they cover everything from L. Ron Hubbard with the concept that there's this alien form out there and the mothership that's going to come back to get us, to Buddhism, to Judaism, to Christianity with Jesus Christ, Islam with Muhammad, and we have all these things. And we're trying to find God looking for a spiritual experience. And this saying got me really thinking this week, and I just want to throw it out to you to end this particular podcast and want you to think on it. Now, I'm going to butcher the name of the guy that said this, but the guy that said it was Pierre, and I think it's pronounced Tilhard de Chardin. That's who it's said made this statement. And the statement is this, you're not a human being in search of a spiritual experience. You are a spiritual being immersed in a human experience. Now, you got to think about that for a little bit. Maybe the problem is, is we're trying to humanize everybody and trying to make sense of this experience that we're having because we think we're human and we're looking for that spiritual experience that will unite us and bring us together. When in reality, we are spiritual beings immersed in a common humanity with all of its problems and all of its trials. And we need to find that spiritual essence that makes us all the same and brings us all together. Just a thought to think about. I'll say it one more time. You are not a human being in search of a spiritual experience. You are a spiritual being immersed in a human experience. So think about that and also think about and be grateful for everybody in your life, not only those soldiers on D-Day who showed up not to show out, but to right or wrong. Be grateful for everyone that's who showed up for you. And in this coming week, maybe you can show up for somebody not to show out, but just to be there to solve a problem. Not for them to notice you, but you to notice them. Thanks so much for listening, and as always, blessing, favor, and protection in your life.